Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Obviously, a Star Wars episode, as me and my man Matt are going to go through the latest issue of Crimson Rain, and that is Star Wars Crimson Rain number three. Now, before I get to that and give you a little idea of where you can find us, there was another book that we're going to cover that came out this week. We mention it in the podcast as well, but Star Wars Han Solo and Chewbacca did come out. We're going to talk about that next week so that we have a book to talk about because of all the stuff we talk about. It doesn't look like there's going to be a book next week and we don't want to have yet another week without books and without a podcast so we're going to talk about that don't worry but this episode star wars crimson rain number three but before we get into that let me tell you advise you maybe beg you to go over to twitter at ws marvel comics you follow us there we'll follow you back 100 percent. then also go to our website weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com check out some reviews there go to the instagram weird science comic and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. All of these will be in the show notes. There'll be clickable links, all that stuff. Over at the Patreon, we end up doing a bunch of shows. Every level that you go over to, you end up getting more and more shows, up to 60 episodes of different podcasts, including a Walking Dead podcast, a cartoon podcast, a movie podcast, and a bunch of comic stuff, especially Marvel and one of the things that we do each Thursday night we have our Patreon only spotlight picked by the badass level of the Get Fresh crew and they end up getting all the books that we in a poll they pick two that they want us to talk exclusively on the Patreon and then me and Jason get together and do an episode on that usually about an hour with those two books this week we ended up having two pretty big ones there Captain Carter number one and punisher number one the badasses they like their number ones they do so we ended up talking about those two books which me and jason did like both of them i really like the punisher start it's one of those things where i wanted to get on board with the jason aaron book i'm not enjoying the avengers so you can hear me really enjoy that but that's not star wars i know what you're saying that's not the stars wars right so we'll go me and matt right now talking about Star Wars Crimson Rain number three. And I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have Star Wars Crimson Rain part three, the archivist. And <laughs> we're only going to be doing this issue this week. We had a couple weeks ago where we missed two weeks because there weren't any books that we were talking about. And unfortunately, as much as I research, I'm not the archivist or anything like this. They're the archivist. It's, I hate that that name. But there's no Star Wars book next week. So we're going to end up doing the Han and Chewie book next week so that we don't end up having to skip a week. And it makes it, you know, easier to digest, I guess. Because mm-hmm. The Crimson Rain, it's it's a huge book, right, man? I mean, oh it's, it's humongous here. I don't understand. All of a sudden in this part three, you're, you're going to get a deep dive into the archivist. And it just seems like a one shot that might have been something of a side issue, not exactly in this mm-hmm. whole Crimson Rain thing. I want to see the Crimson Rain. I know that this will tie in by the end, the idea of gathering artifacts, dark side, light side, that sort of thing. But I don't know that I needed a whole issue 
of what went on here, I think that that could have been played out easily in a three-page recap in a regular story because what we get is a lot of yakety yak, a lot of background of a character that I'm not thinking is going to really go very far after this or whatnot. And at the end, it becomes a, well, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened and everything that I went to do, I'm going to lie about. And then you're kind of back to square one, except for a major change that we will talk (laughs) about by the end that nobody seems to notice. And we don't know why, but this is written by Charles Sewell, art by Stephen Cummings. Uh, inked by Victor Olazaba, Guru Effects on Colors, and VC's Travis Lanham on Letters. And yeah, you end up going and having the archivist. She likes to do research. She ends mm-hmm. up writing things down, little things. So she's going to tell us a tale of herself. And it is the idea of how she transitioned from teacher to junk dealer to... I think monstrosity, <laughs> monstrosity, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to be uh, judgmental <laughs> here, but she ends up before the order sixty six. She was a scholar. She a was a sava of the force, not the light dark, but the force itself. So she studied both sides, doing all that. So when you end up having order sixty six, go and kill all the Jedi. Get this, you end up having her. Not have a career And it is kind of a neat thing Charles Sewell is doing With the idea that yeah There are going to be times when Your job is not really anything That you can do anymore Because of outside circumstances I always like the idea If you're an impressionist right? And you have like I could be an impressionist But I'm an old guy so I'm doing a lot of Jimmy Durante and Nixon still, <laughs> yeah, and Nixon. nobody knows it, right? You know, and I'm like, hey, I'm not a crook. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. unless you can, <laughs> uh, you know, change the things up. Nobody needs to hear your JFK anymore because they've gone by. And it's one of those things. Rich Little is who I think of was yep. one of the, the best of all time. But what happens now? You know what I mean? And it's kind of a, a one of those. Or I'm a guy who sells VCRs. Well, if I'm a VCR salesman, you know what I'm going to be? Or VCR repairman, even yeah, worse. I'm, yeah, that's even worse. I'm, I'm a junk dealer then, which she ends up being a junk dealer. And I thought that she might have been selling all these. She doesn't because you're not allowed. And it does explain the idea. And I, I thought of this and it kind of, it, 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 at one point I thought it was going to be something. Well, that doesn't make much sense. But then it does because with all of this, nobody's even allowed to say out loud the force. Right? Yeah, you can't mention but you it. Have, you have in the movies, in, in the original trilogy, you have a lot of people saying, may the force be with you. And I thought, well, but that's they're all the good guys. They're all the rebels. So that is almost like a badge of honor type mm-hmm. deal. Like they're, they're actually blaspheming the, you know, the rules they're doing it. And I thought, you know what, Matt, in my mind, that makes it work really good. The idea when you say, hey, may the force be with you. It's like, screw that empire as well. Even if you didn't agree, like a, a Han says it. He might just be saying it when because he doesn't believe in it. He pulls that all out, especially in New Hope. But that's kind of a diss, and that's being a rebel. So yeah, you have that. Yep. And these stormtroopers come up to Madeline. Her name is Madeline's son, and yeah, she's not a sob anymore. She's not a teacher. She's a junk dealer. Now I <laughs> said to you, I guess she's a junk dealer to afford maybe her purple hair dye because her dreads. She's older at this point. I mean, time has passed. But she still has her purple dreads. We came to the conclusion that might be her natural hair color. It has to be because she she stopped washing her hair to get dreadlocks. Yeah, it definitely so. looks like that. Now, it is hard to wash dreads. It yeah, really is. Really. It becomes a thing. I knew 
uh, a girl who had dreadlocks in college. And these things look, I mean, oh, my God. Speaking of archivists, you could probably find, it's almost like going through the remains of Pompeii, it seems. <laughs> she, she would jump in the air and you'd see a cloud of dust. That was disgusting. But they look cool. I like so, and, um, and it was funny because that was, like, all she had going on. Like, that was her thing. That's all she talked about, these stupid dreads. <laughs> uh, so she ends up where these stormtroopers come, and they must have got a, I don't know, some sort of, tip or whatever they you know, oh this junk dealer and they go and they start going through her house behind the junk dealer stall which i thought was pretty cool if i was mm-hmm. gonna have like a, a stall like attach that, it right cool to your that. house yeah i mean it, it i would say that it sucks to live where you work because then they can call you in at any time but you're the only one working so what does that matter but i'd like to just get up out of bed and just stumble out there eat my cereal <laughs> while i'm selling the junk right and they're going through her stuff they're ripping it apart and Again, you get this idea of these heavy-handed stormtroopers. This is just a lady's house. And unfortunately, though, they find something. And she does. She was a scholar. as He was a Sava of the Force. So she That's does all she have had. a relic. Now, the relic happens to be a relic of the Sith. It's kind of like a sword or something. or a- Like a glass sword type thing. And so as that's going on, she's going to get arrested, maybe killed right there. All of a sudden, you get a bunch of blasts. And you see it's How Kira. Yeah, Kira shows up. Now, through all of this, I will say one thing. Kira is timeless and ageless, even however this is. Not so for the archivist, Madeline. But yet, Kira, she's not going to throw shade at the archivist. She comes in looking badass, Mm -hmm. right? She's there. She shoots him down. I actually, it's funny. For some reason, I thought this was going to be one of those tie-ins. Like, hey, we got to get Han involved in the books again. And maybe it would be him or some weird thing. But. Now it's Kira and says, I love your work. You know, already, again, like I said about May the Force Be With You, going with that, hey, I don't care what people say. I think you have great work. I've been looking into it. I know Mm -hmm. that it's kind of banned or whatnot, but it's pretty cool. Hey, you want to join me? She's like, oh, my God. Like, at this moment, what is she else going to do? I mean, there's dead stormtroopers in her house. You're going to have to start. She's not. It's not Joe Pesci here. She's not going to put him in a trunk and go off. She wouldn't know what she to has do. To she's, agree. I mean, she's holding a gun. And, you know, she's willing to kill people. I like, too, where Kira, for some reason, says, like, come on, we can research things. Like, and then starts giving her shards of whatever that was that got shattered. Here you go. Uh, but said that she'll be able to let her continue what she was doing. She can study the force. She can do all this. And, and Kira says, I have all the resources. You will ever need. You will yeah. be back more than you know, you've ever had. Deal. Yeah, and this would be where she would be. Okay, I, I think that that's what's going to go. And you end up having then the talk about, oh hey, what I'm looking for is like, what happened to the Jedi? What happened to the Force? What's going on? Kira wants to know. They're trying to figure the. Well, well they do know, and it all it is is reason for recap. Of the Jedi. And yeah, you end up getting Mace Windu and Obi-Wan. And, and you know, you have all these quiet. You know, so it just everything's recap in this for the most part. Yeah, it got a little a little wordy in the, in the middle there. It's, it, it, it was giving me like um, World War II Hitler kind of vibes. Yeah, it was. About and the idea of going and stealing art and then destroying it. Eradicating the stuff. Jews versus the Jedis or whoever. And so they're talking, and that's kind of what it was. I mean, Mm -hmm. really, the Empire is the Nazis. So Mm -hmm. you end up where the one thing, though, is, and again, I thought it took too long to get to this, but the big thing is the idea that Yoda's alive. Like, there are, the Yoda has to be out there. They don't, 
when they say all this, like Obi-Wan, he died in New Hope, so they aren't going to go that route, right? But I don't think anybody knows that he died, and they wouldn't have. It's weird unless they, it's a weird deal, but the idea is Yoda. Yoda's alive because they never announced he was dead. That's basically it. They 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 killed they destroyed his lightsaber, but they wouldn't publicly say that he died. And with that, like almost like a burning books type of thing, they're burning lightsabers and announcing, "Okay, this is this guy's uh, dead." This is, mm-hmm. and they ended up saying, "This is Yoda's lightsaber." And then, and you wonder, would the Empire just say he's dead? The way that Kira plays it off here, the way that they both play it off, is that they never announced Yoda's death because if he shows up later, they'll look bad. They'll look like they, I don't think they would know. I think they would have announced that he's dead. And uh, so all of this is, we got to see, we got to find out. They never announced it. We're going to be able to find the deal. Now, for all of that, then, the reason why, and it seems that Madeline ends up becoming part of this as well, is that Kira drops the bomb. Hey, you know, Palpatine, he's the Sith Lord. He's Darth Sidious. That's it. That's the combo. That's why all this went down. And she ends up feeling like a dummy. Mm-hmm. She how says, could I not like, know? How could I, I was right there. Like, that was her study, too. And she didn't put the connection. Kira says, don't get upset. The, the Jedi didn't know. They, they were so, that nobody knew. And then you get that, well, there has to be two, you know, because of the whole deal mm-hmm. with the Sith. And uh, we know. And uh, again, once you get the connection, Emperor is... You have to know that Darth Vader's the other one. Is she <laughs> no that other dumb now, too? She's just showing why she didn't know it before. <laughs> oh, I wonder who the other one is. Darth Vader. It's, uh, he's running around with a lightsaber. You know, slice some people. And he answers to the Emperor. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. They're not the world's greatest detectives. But maybe she's, like, saying that... I mean, you could you could have thought that that Darth was the master and he had an apprentice. I mean, you could you could go that route. It's weird though the idea. Huh, I wonder who the other one. <laughs> the big thing is you'll be able to research things here. Look in my you know office here. Holy crap! She, she has everything. Kira's already collecting relics, dark side, light side, all these things. This would be like you know a red haired older lady, uh, red haired, purple haired, dreadlock <laughs> lady in a candy store. She's mm-hmm. loving the idea and. The weird thing, though, and again, it makes sense in the timeline as we're doing this as Crimson Dawn is kind of getting, you know, their footing with Kira, also getting Jedi stuff. But the thought dows are showing up here. It just, why did it have to center on that? What Because we had that in Afra. Let that be the Afra thing. I know that Afra, that book and all that's connected to the archivist, but still, it just thought, yeah. this again? Now, maybe it's an okay thing if you're reading them all. Because we know what that does. Or if you're not reading Afra, it's fine, too. Yeah, it's weird. Without Afra, you just get, I guess without Afra, you just get it's a mind-controlled device, mm-hmm. and you just go from there. It's it's better better in just Afra's book, though. It's much yeah, it better is. played out I, there. It, it lessens it a bit. It lessens it's it, there, yeah. But it also is weird because it gives you, in my mind, when she does use it, it shows you she has the connection. There's a dark side part of that. She keeps saying, I'm I'm a little force sensitive, not a lot. But she doesn't burn up with that thought that that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, with, unless you have problems, you know, you burn up your arms. Cut. And the other thing is that she mentions and it's I don't think it's going to mean anything. I don't think we're going to see much of this thing, uh, you know, in this anymore. But the idea that it does kind of corrupt you and control you. Yeah, She's saying, like, I, I better stay away from that thing. That thing's pretty strong. Because you end up where, okay, Yoda might be alive. Let me go. And I don't know. Charles Soule, 
is a lawyer. And most people probably know that. But so he's a guy who did a lot of, you know, scholarly pursuits and things like that. So in this, I swear, he's giving a wink-wink to anybody who's a researcher. It's like the idea, you think that the (laughs) Jedi are powerful, but you know what's better? Research. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Really? It's the most powerful thing in the galaxy. Yeah, I would love it where at one point she ends up in like a battle with Darth Vader and she starts spouting off information. Well, I once read this and he just cuts her down. (laughs) Take that research. Oh, my goodness. But It's strong to a point. When you're fighting a lightsaber, it's not so strong. Yeah. Also, the way that they say this, it does get me kind of the idea, again, things that will pull me out of this is the idea that is Palpatine just the idea where what, you know, he he knows Yoda isn't dead. I mean, that they even say, why isn't, is nobody else as good as research as her? You can play that up, but it seems weird that of all this time, you know, the Empire who has all of these ins and outs too, they wouldn't be able to find something like that. But she does. She goes through these things and it does lead. And it's, I'm telling you that the way that they do it, this is kind of a cool little recap. You see some, you know, different things, Yoda cutting heads off, you know, <laughs> you end up to attack of the clones deal and all this stuff going on as they're trying to figure out what happened to Yoda and how this all went. And it all leads to Bail Organa getting Yoda the hell off of Coruscant when all the stuff, all the bad stuff went down, but then he disappears. You got to figure out what this was. But the only way that she can figure that out is the pilot of the Bail Organa ship. Mm -hmm. Can't go talk to Bail. Unfortunately, he ain't around anymore. Neither is his planet. So you end up where that's the one thread. Okay, I'll go and talk to this guy. All right, she finds out that it's in a detention facility for the Empire. Because this guy, Jeremiah Colton, he was the one flying the ship when Darth Vader ended up grabbing Princess Leia over Tatooine. He was the pilot. Captain Antilles, you know, RIP. Mm -hmm. He gets dead. He's choked out. Where's the ambassador? That whole scene. Boom, done. (laughs) And the pilot, though, got arrested and he's been in jail. Now, this is where you see the Crimson Dawn has some pull. They end up being able to disimperial. Officer, and we saw before that the Imperials, there are people in the they Empire all that over the are yeah. Crimson Dawn. It's like Hydra, we said before. So that's how you can get this little deal. Though I wish that you would have had, you know, Madeline dress up a little better for the occasion. <laughs> she, she walks she's in, wearing her normal outfit. They, they, she's just wearing, yeah, she's wearing like half shirt, like, you yeah. know, sleeveless deal. She's got her dreads. This really points to the idea that this person might not be supposed to be here. This poor guy, he's part of the <laughs> Empire, so I say that poor guy with a grain of salt, but, you know, hey, who was that lady you let in? What? I, I don't know what you mean. That, that was my aunt. No, it wasn't. Look at that. She's so <laughs> non-inconspicuous, so right in the open of, okay. Also, I would think that these cells have to have microphones and things. Cameras so maybe he, everywhere. Yeah, maybe he turns these all off because <laughs> this guy does end up pointing towards at least the next step. To where Yoda might be, but she uses the thought dowser. She brings us. She doesn't think that this guy is going to go and and say anything. Uh, I don't know that this guy would necessarily care about anything Yoda deal. You know what I mean? He wouldn't. Yeah, he has no was, reason to cover it up. No, he and just wants to do his time and be left alone. I I get the idea. I mean, if I'm going to jump, and I didn't look to see if this was actually, you know, I'm sure it is, but I would think that he's from Alderaan. Everybody knows he's dead. Like, what? He's just rotting in jail. I would have used this 
that definitely now the thought dowser throws it all out but i would have said can you please get me out of here <laughs> i i i could tell you a lot of do things. whatever you maybe want I just can, try to get me out yeah, maybe i can be a pilot crimson dawn could get him out too that's the yeah thing. and it's weird that they're just like <laughs> nope we don't and now again what is it they're concerned but it's kind of a shame this poor guy he ends up telling him and he's just saying i'm done <laughs> i'm just it, the guy is just done done and not to mention that he's in a cell handcuffed Mm -hmm. they don't even let him not have handcuffs unless this is where it's like a reading thing or whatever but it still seems weird and um i guess maybe it's like a a waiting looks like the common area maybe it's weird the way they say it but uh it all points to dagobah he ends up and it's funny he says the sluice sector she goes she figures it out and then it makes sense now again if it makes that much sense you would think it would make sense to the empire as well but it's the whole thing. Yoda had to hide somewhere where they can't tell that he's there. So he went to a planet, Dagobah, that has like a huge force aura. So his is just lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. You have this a lot. I mean, you even have the idea of Rick and Morty. Rick has Morty's because it takes the scent off of Rick. Right? The whole deal. <laughs> of it's course. The same deal. And she goes in and she's walking around the Dagobah. She gets attacked. And when she got attacked by the swamp monster, I don't know. It like it changed the tone of the thing. Like, oh my, what are we doing now? Like this whole thing. What's she gonna do? And this monster though takes her to the cave of evil, takes her right there, and like looks like I don't know the move. He let her go. It looks like yeah, let almost eats her, and then kind of like whips her towards it, and she sees the cave. And the cave of evil is the center of dark force energy. And this is where Luke went in, and he ended up fighting Darth of the mind of the cave and ends up seeing that premonition that, I mean, a lot of things. The idea in that when he fights Darth in Empire Strikes Back, it shows that he's going to face Vader, but also Mm -hmm. that they had that connection, the father-son deal in the way where he, you know, beheads Darth and the mask blows up and it's him inside. Also almost senses the idea of, this could be you because you might go to the dark side. There's a lot of things. And that scene is actually a really mm-hmm. like complicated type scene when you look at it all around of all the things that that could mean. The thing is about the Cave of Evil, which I like. Cave of Evil tries to screw with you at times. And it can <laughs> show you past, present, future. It can mess with you. It said that in, there was just a book. Now, again, what's in canon and what isn't anymore. The Cave of Evil, it said it delighted in messing with Luke. When that was going on, I mean, this was like the chuckle fest for the cave of evil. So when you end up having Madeline go in, okay, what what's the deal? She goes in again. She's looking for Yoda, but she she feels compelled to go in. Like she can't say no, and she really wants to know because she's a researcher. So yeah, and it, it, it's hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes you come in, and then it starts to mess with you or not. I mean, it's the idea. It's just kind of it's like any sort of like soothsayer and things like that. You can take everything all the different ways, but it might be bull crap, but it might not be. And you know, all that stuff. And so you end up, it, it reminds me of the Oracle of Delphi, you know, and the whole Greek deal with that, mm-hmm. like, you know, sitting there and getting high off of sulfur fumes and stuff and spouting out nonsense. But you end up where she goes in The transition though, goes from, you know, really to me, Madeline, Oh, no, now she is the archivist because she ends up, boom, when she sees whatever she sees, she says, they don't show I it. was led there. At that moment, I became one of the few people who knew one of the galaxy's most valuable secrets. Yoda's location could give me my life back, whether I gave it to Kira or Palpatine. I could be rich. I could be powerful. I could be a scholar at the best university. and I could do all of this, but 
it showed her more or whatnot, maybe what's that. But she ends up aging. She ends up having her purple hair, her luscious purple dreads turn gray, <laughs> and she loses an eye. More and age appropriate. Eye, it's, you know, grayed out. It's white it's like out. glaucoma or something or just, uh. Holy moly. I mean, <laughs> Luke went in. He came out. He looked okay to me. <laughs> really. Uh, but Ugh. this changes her, and it seems as if the idea where she realized maybe hey, the dark side's the way, the light, because she was that in between, and maybe she's kind of gone, just accept what it, but we don't know. What I know is she turned real ugly. It's, it's my deal, and I'm not throwing shade at her. No, she did. It's an indisputable fact. It's the fact. cave of evil. <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things where you say you fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch. She went into the cave of evil and just came out wrong. Uh, but she comes out and goes back, and the thing is, again, she can say Yoda's there alive because he is. You see him from the shadows. I mean, the cave might have showed him dying or something. We don't know. Maybe she's convinced he's dead. We don't may know. have shown that if you don't kill or if you don't give up Yoda now, Palpatine will get killed mm-hmm. by Darth Vader, who then will die as well. So the Sith are done for them. Maybe show even further on. Who knows? And with that might even show. I mean, there could be some crazy things. This could show her, hey, the Crimson Dawn is this, that and the other thing. But if you do this, uh, they'll be gone. Who knows? Because she says she doesn't tell us. But she goes off with this new look. And kind of like, I mean, she changed, I, it, it seems, you know, but we don't know yeah, why. She's basically unrecognizable, I mean. Yeah, she shows up to talk to Kira. This is the <laughs> last page then. She shows up, hey, you know, I'm going to see, and and uh, the deal. And, and there was a big thing, too, I just will point out before we get to this scene. The idea that when they were talking about the Jedi, it was the idea that the light side of the Force shows you who you could be. That's the best of you. Where the dark side kind of shows you who you really kind of are or mm-hmm. end up being because most people are awful. And they even say in this where a lot of people love the Jedi, but it, it's one of those. It's you have it all it's the something time. Something to you aspire have, to. Yeah. But you have celebrities all the time where you, everybody loves them until the one little thing that goes wrong and then they attack them. And mm-hmm. so it's like that. They, everybody, yeah, the Jedi, I'll aspire to you, but you snooty jerks. Looking down, like there's always those sides, and she comes and says that again, but then goes to Kira to say Yoda is dead. She says, "Are you certain?" No, 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 stop right there, Kira. You just saw like how long this <laughs> took, whatever. But the lady who left here had purple hair, was younger, and had both eyes. She Pale skin, not green this. skin, too. Yeah, green skin looks like a <laughs> zombie. I, I'm telling you, crazy. Yeah, it, you, that shouldn't be the first thing she said. You are certain it should have been like one of those anime shots with her face, like Whoa, like they do an afro sometimes. What that? Yeah, you got real ugly. <laughs> I, the thing, it, it almost looks like. I mean, it looks like she left as a Star Wars character. She came back straight up Walking Dead. She comes in like nobody bats an eye. She does look like a character from The Walking Dead. Yes, you see her guards there. Why aren't they? Somebody should take the helmet off and go. One of them, one of them should have been running out of the room. That would have been funny. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> or the 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 R two D two thing could have been spinning around yelling. Yeah, you know so what I would out. think because I in the progression of this, I might if I'm Kira, and also look look at that little R two D two. Look at the astromech. The thing's like three inches tall. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that little cute little guy. 
you end up where, and I hope everybody's looking at it while we're, we're talking, you end up where she went off. Madeline, do you think she was reporting? I don't think she was reporting in as much. Maybe, maybe not. But she sent Madeline. Madeline went with the thought dowser. I think I might have thought that it did it. I would have said, whoa, was that wow, from that? Wow, you had a bad reaction to that you know, thing, Oh, my huh? God, because we know that there's some wonky things that happen with that. Yeah. Or, how about this? What the hell happened to you? What happened? I think that the big thing is she has run, flown back from Dagobah so quick. Nobody has shown her a mirror yet because she's like, now I'm happy. I'm like, where do you go to the bathroom and wash your hands and look at that mirror? Holy moly. But <laughs> Kira never says anything. Says, all right, we'll do it ourselves because I don't think we said they want to get Yoda to be an ally to the Crimson Dawn. They want to change up their game. Obviously, the Crimson Dawn was run by Darth Maul. And now Kira seems to want to do a little different, whether or not she's on the up and up, whether mm-hmm. she's trying to, you know, play. But you never know with Kira. But I, she wanted to get Yoda. We're going to get him as an ally. Maybe we can bring back the Jedi. But why? What better way when she knows that Palpatine is Darth Sith? What better way to go against him than get a Jedi and things like that? So mm-hmm. it is pretty crazy. But, yeah, Yoda's dead. He's not. But he's going to die soon. In in this timeline, so it's not going to be that much longer. But yeah, she walks up and says, "Very well, we'll do it ourselves." What that means, it could mean, well, we'll just go forward without a Jedi, or you know, something. But yeah, you end up having Madeline the archivist. I'm surprised she doesn't say at the end, like, "Now I'm the archivist." She says, "I made my decision, and for the first time in a very long time, I was happy." And I don't know. Which it makes sense. She still has all her re- access to the resources yeah, and all that. Yeah, that's what she really wants. Stuff. So. Yeah, that's what she wants. And we saw that's where the connection to the Afra deal is, is that one assassin type character is reporting back to the archivist. We saw that when they were going against, you know, Afra and Sana and things like that. So mm-hmm. there is a little connection, but not not a ton. And I don't know. This just kind of threw me off a bit because it just felt like a random, like one shot type deal. Yeah, you get the idea that the Crimson Dawn and Kira, they want to get Yoda, Jedi Master, the last, whatever. But I don't know. It just felt like a side deal. And this now feels like a book that's just going to be these side deals because it says next, the Knights. It looks like the Knights of Ren then. And Mm -hmm. so what is this book doing? Is it just these little vignettes to do these? How many issues are there? Five or six? I I thought it was six, but I don't know. I actually don't know offhand if it's, and if it is five, like we're almost done. And I I thought this was going to be something bigger. It almost ends up, I feel the same way of liking parts of the War of the Bounty Hunters, but I thought it was going to be bigger. And from there, it looked like set up Crimson Dawn. And then we get this. And I just, I don't know that I needed a whole issue to find out that Yoda is on Dagobah and that she didn't sell him out, but she's the archivist. I, I don't, Because I don't to your know. point, they could have easily had the thought Dowser be the thing that changed her hair color and all that stuff. You wouldn't even need to do any of that evil cave. Even, and, and so also we find out in this that, oh my God, the Sith Lord is Palpatine. Like the stuff that they're finding out, we gotta know by now. Yeah. Most people are reading no, so that's not even anything I like that's it, crazy. I like it better, her experimenting over the months or whatever with all that different um, ancient technology and it kind of turning her a little older and more evil or something. She's using the Ascension deal yeah. that, you know, use it so that it is sucking the life out of her. It is changing her. Maybe at one point Kira comes in and says, listen, you got to back off. You know, you're getting 
too into this. You're getting taken. And no, no, no. Research, research. You know, they have them like you're, you haven't yeah, been eating. I, I, I like but, that better. Yeah, she just goes into the cave and wonky, wonky, boom. And uh, yeah, by the end, nobody bats an eye. She only can bat an eye. If you're <laughs> all, that's, that's awful. Kira's all business, man. She's all business. Oh yeah. What would you what would you give it? Seven point five. Yeah, I'm a seven. I, I it's it's okay. But it, <laughs> it's okay in the way of like a one shot. Yeah. Go in and just take it for not, what it is, I guess. I need more from this book and, and I think he was trying and, to tie too many things together. The Yoda stuff throws it off a little bit. It's weird. The I like one of the things he had to show was that, hey, she wasn't always this. Yeah, that's it. Like, right? One page of her like sexier self at the beginning, and then then she's Alice. a little older. No, yeah, she's, and then that's it. You know, the archivist. But yeah, it's a little, it's a weird play. But <laughs> overall, continue on with the stuff. And like we said, we're going to do the Han and Chewie issued next week, which is just that you know, hey, flashback series to get Han. No, I have not. I did you? I'm sure you did. I did. Yeah. We were, is it good? Is it pretty good? Or is it's, it? It's entertaining. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. that's all I need from that. It's a yeah. flashback deal yep. because you can't. Unfortunately, and we said it all along, you can't get much of Han. He's in carbonite, so the only thing we're ever going to get at this point is a Flashbacks. flashback deal. So I don't mind that, and I, I love Han. I love Chewie even more. So we'll see. He doesn't get his fur burned off in this first issue, no. does he? Okay, thank God. Poor Chewie. But yeah, we'll go with that next week. Like we said, there are no books. Next week, so that will shove in. That and if we somehow think. out of nowhere, <laughs> something comes up. We'll just do both next week. Yeah, watch, that. watch it'll be one of those weeks. That, three books. Yeah, <laughs> I look though. It, it looked like there's Marvel itself only has like six books coming out. There's not a lot of books next week. I don't know why or how that came to be. That's the deal. But thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, Matt, and we'll yep. be back next week. Everybody go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. You follow us, we'll follow you on back. Also go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Check out our Instagram, Weird Science Comic, and you can go to our Patreon to help us out for all the things we do and get tons more. And this is usually early access, so that's one thing, but it's at patreon.com slash weird science. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back doing that. And also, if you're not aware, I don't know how. You couldn't be if you have this on the feed, but we also have a full-out Marvel Comics podcast where we go through a lot of the books that week that comes out on a Thursday night. So check that out as well. But that's it. We are out of here, and we'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.